Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to The Clay Project. I'm your host as usual, Ebu Fair, and today I've got Illumide here and he's going to be sharing his clay story. Hey, how you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Yourself? I'm good. I'm actually very, very happy right now. I've just had Sia and I just feel very happy, fulfilled, satisfied, all the good stuff. Right. I'm, je- I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> you should be. But um, <laughs> before you tell us a bit about your journey with Christ, you know, how you met him, your, mm-hmm. what your background was like and everything else, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a random question. Yeah, go for it. Okay. If you could be anywhere in the world right now, where would you be and why? Hmm. Where would I be and why? Without thinking about it, I mean, there's, I went to this place last year called Comporta. It's somewhere Ooh. in Portugal. Yeah, it's just pristine, very quiet, you know, off the grid kind of place. And it's just a small village. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have so many cars. It's like a small village of less than two, three hundred people. Yeah, I'd rather be there right now. <laughs> Interesting. So what you're telling me right now is that you don't like people. Oh, boy, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather, I like quiet. Though, yeah. I'd rather, yeah, I, I like quiet. It makes me think and see the world properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comporto. Comporto. Maybe I'll yeah. go there because I went to Portugal last year as well, but I went where, to, where, where did you go? That's a very good question. I went to Lagos. <laughs> and I got some Portugal. <laughs> I get you, I get you. No, 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 I get you. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm yeah. down around that area, took the train and did stuff. But anyway, this is not about me. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready, tell us mm-hmm. a bit about you. I'm Olumide, I'm 20 something years old. <laughs> really? You've not <laughs> put am. that big three year yet? <laughs> next month. Yeah, Why? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let me leave the last, you know, bits of my 20s. I work in public relations when I'm not doing that. I'm either playing basketball, reading um, at the gym or working on one of my side projects or just sleeping, really. Oh, doing art galleries as well. Is that boring? No, nah, like, I mean, that's your life. Are you boring? I don't know about you, you know. I'm not boring. <laughs> <laughs> what was your childhood like? What was it like growing up? I was born in Nigeria. Um, this is when Nigeria was still relatively good. You know, so there was that old Claire, middle class, working class. So my parents were quite middle class. So we had everything, you know, cars, good education, all that kind of stuff. You know, so it was, it was pretty chilled. You know, I was exposed to lots of things like film, art, lots of music, lots of books. So, and there was just love in the family before my sister came. Well, after there was still love. <laughs> yeah, but what, what I was meant to say was before Nigeria became what it is, but, but by then I think we'd moved to the UK. So, mm. but I had really good friends as well. Most of them I can't remember anymore, but I, 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 <laughs> well, well, long story short, I had a good childhood. Yeah, good childhood. I was, I was, a, I was a quiet child and, um, people mistook that for this dumb child who doesn't, you know, see he doesn't understand what's going on but for me it was more of why am i here why you know why am i privileged so it's just all that observation just trying to understand more about me as opposed to just following my other mates just doing child play stuff i mean i did some i did some of those but it was just i was very very quiet and observant so i, I think in in hindsight for me was i think i was looking for something which eventually i found in faith 
So for me, it was just very quiet, very observant, doing lots of reading, just trying to figure out, you know, as a, let me say, as a, as a 14 year old or 15 year old. And of course, don't forget, I mean, there was love and all that stuff. But for me, I wanted something more from life. Yeah. So um, that's what it was before I then found meaning in Christ. I think I remember vividly. So we had just changed church from, from the church I was born in, you know, stayed, I was born in that church. My, all my siblings were born there, both of them. And I think we'd stay there for as long as I, I can remember. So when I was like about 12 or 11 or 13, I can't remember. Really. 11, so 12, just, 13, 14, 15. Possibly, no, it's probably, okay, possibly around 12, 13. <laughs> possibly around 12, 13. So I think we moved church and then it was the first time I would be in like a vibrant Pentecostal, mm. you know, um, upbeat kind of church. And I heard a sermon, you know, that kind of really touched my heart. And then the, the, at the end of the day, there was an altar call. And then I think I went there. Something just felt like, right, just go for it. I did that. So that was my first one. And in the same church, I went for like, three other other altar calls mm-hmm. i don't know i just because <laughs> i just felt moved by because i love a great sermon right so that's how I, I feel i feel like my christian life kind of started of course it just didn't take off like monumentally so of course i knew like right okay now you're in christ in new creature and all that kind of stuff but um the real change for me happened in 2012 again that thirst for or that curiosity about life about what exactly am i doing here came back again in 2012 and this time it was more intense it mm-hmm. was more it was more from a perspective of this is real life now like if, if you don't figure this if you don't understand this kind of or figure this thing out i, I don't think you figure it again for the rest of your life second year of a level then after that you get to go to uni right so around that time was a heavy spiritual awakening for me i began to take being a Christian really serious. Sometimes I'd fast without telling anyone. You know, I was battling with anxiety at the time, battling with being uncertainty and all this kind of stuff. And then, so I'd pray, you know, I'd pray all these things about my future, like pray about context, pray about, you know, what being an introvert in this extroverted world, how do I navigate that? From asking God to teach me stuff, to show me things, you know, to help me make good friends. It was just normal stuff. And of course, again, on the other side of things, things were happening. You know, people were having girlfriends. My mates were going on trips. And all. But for me, it was just like, right, this thing was happening in my mind and no, no one could see that except me. You know, so, so that 2012 was like where I had like really serious conversations with God. And of course, God came through. I had visions and dreams, of, you know, and some things happened physically that manifested themselves. So, um, yeah, long story short, so 2012 was when exactly I began to, I came to that realization of, okay, right, I am a Christian and I have to do things, you know, in a Christian way or live life uh, a Christian way. But, yeah. So what I found out was I began to love more. I was more perseverant. Is it, pers- is it perseverant? Is that the word? Yeah, is that word? Anyway, yeah. So I was more, you know, I was more open. I was more, you know, I had more faith. So I began to grow in these areas of my life. I was more patient. Not that I wasn't, but I, I was, I just noticed. And again, uh, a part of me, I love books. I love reading and that kind of, you know, blended well into my Bible study. I love storytelling. 
you know, so sometimes I'll study the Bible and I'll just have like revelations, inspiration, which, you know, I didn't even know were inside the Bible. There was that whole thing of the Holy Spirit making my inner man or perfecting my inner man, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So that's what's been it for me. So that's not over the years, you know, it's just that perfection. There's this Bible verse that talks about, you know, attaining the full stature or full measure of Christ. So that's the way I say it, like each day, each year, I, that's my goals, spiritual journey to attain that full measure. So I feel like that's what, um, my life kind of look or looks like now after I came to that realization of me being a Christian. So I measure myself by, by the fruits of it and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Am I loving more? Am I walking in patience more? Am I, you know, do I persevere a lot? You know, this kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I'm very conscious of these things. And of course, sometimes, you know, human nature kicks in and then you have to be aware of that as well. So yeah, that's, that's how I measure, that's how I measure it all really. Sweet. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, you're an introvert and stuff, but I think someone, you know, might be listening to this episode and being like, Oh, I can relate to that. And mm-hmm. how can you as an introvert or how can they as an introvert? you know, to share their faith and be open with their faith when it doesn't necessarily come to them naturally. This all introvert introvert thing, there's this book called, I think I can sell my book, sure. It's called Quiet by Susan Cain. Mm-hmm. Again, I started reading that in 2012 because I, again, back to all that thing of trying to understand myself more, I'm trying to satisfy that curiosity I had. Um, and this it just broke down every wall, every barrier that I felt came as an being an introvert so one thing i realized was there's power in quiet and with quiet you know that's your that's my place of strength as an mm. introvert i you know the whole world can be making noise all i have to do is just stand back see everything from a quiet perspective or from a quiet place and figure out the whole solutions to the whole problem you know so one thing is there's power in quiet and also i know in you know black African churches, there's this whole thing where everything is based on extroversion. In fact, I think there's a oh, I can't remember who the pastor was. I think it's John Piper was talking about you know introverts, introverts. Um, the, I think it's one of his art in it's on one of his articles on his website, Desiring God, where it, it kind of talks about how the world, the Christian world or Christian standards are based on extroverted tendencies and they forget they forget introverts. So. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, just find the article, just type in John Piper or Desiring God Introverts or something like that. You find what the article. So that kind of also gives some perspective. And again, it's just the fact that one, God created you the way he created you. So before yeah. before you were formed, you know, before I formed you, I knew you. So again, these were kind of ideas or ideologies that kind of gave me that mental fortitude. You know, when I remember vividly growing up as a child in the church I was born in and again, massive extroverts and it came to praise and worship and people dancing and stuff not that i don't like to dance i like to dance but not in front you of you give them one two step you don't you don't do shaka shaka right uh, no 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 that's <laughs> not me i mean i can do it in my head you know there's that part of yourself that does in your head well physically no but um and, and this woman just came and she was shaking me and she was like how can you how can you be a pastor shirt and not know how to dance oh. i was like what yeah so that was all this kind of stuff i faced as a child but as an adult now like um it took me a while to get to the place of when when people are and doing theatrics sometimes in a, in a service you know <laughs> i'm i'm somewhere at the back on the corner in my own space 
praying quietly. Of course, there are times where we pray out loud. Yeah, no doubt. But praying quietly, speaking to God, because I have that faith and I know in my heart of heart that, you know, God's hearing my prayers. I think, yeah, but down to two things. Know that quiet is a superpower, like I like, uh, I like to say, and God created you that way for a reason. Um, he's not forgotten you. And again, in 2018, I came to this idea of a place of rest mm-hmm. in Hebrews chapter four, I think, or somewhere in Hebrews, talking about, you know, there, there comes a rest for, for the people of God or something like that, paraphrasing here. And for me, a lot of that rest is also a place of quiet. You know, if you're able to quiet your mind, quiet everything, your head as well and your heart, you know, you will find God. God's got you. So don't feel like because you're an introvert or because your culture has dictated that for you to worship God, you have to be this loud. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that, that all, all what I just mentioned previously is giving me that sort of consolation. So that's where I draw strength from. Great. I think that's so beautiful to end it on. Yeah, if you're introverted, I feel like I have introvert tendencies. Uh-huh. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle, but like, even if you are on any extreme, like God can still use you. Just like you mentioned, Absolutely. like God created you. So, you know, whatever skills or measures that your society or like your community or wherever you're at basically places you on on that spectrum, uh-huh. know that uh-huh. God can still use you. Like whether you're the loudest or you're the most quiet. Especially if you're the most quiet, don't don't lean on it as a crutch. Basically, like he can still open your mouth to speak and be, Absolutely. you know, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Like when he says you should do something, don't be like, but God, um, you know, I don't speak. Um, that kind of vibes. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Um, and thank yeah. you everyone for listening till the end. If you've got any questions for Day or you relate in any way, send a DM on Instagram at theclay.project or an email to theclayproject.pod at gmail.com. Until next time, see ya. Thank you very much. Bye.